Welcome to the Kids Beach Club podcast. Kids Beach Club is an after-school program in public schools based around character growth through the lens of Scripture. Yes, Scripture can be taught in public schools, and we want to show you how. Stick around to learn more. Hi, my name is Jack Terrell. I'm with the Kids Beach Club, and today I'm so stoked. I've got one of the, the, the folks that have been around with Kids Beach Club for years. I mean, this guy has been doing clubs for a long, long time. Uh, Pastor Justin Howe from now Lakeside Canton. And uh, man, I knew you back when you were with, um, oh, uh, um, Woodland, Woodland Heights. Woodland Heights. Oh my, wow. Yep. That was beautiful. Beautiful. So how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Enjoying the day, enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, we've got some sun here in Texas. About time. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. So you've just been on a journey, right? You're, you're. I was thinking you have been at Lakeside for a while, but uh, you came like in August. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, my family. We got here in August, and my official start date is September first. Yeah, this but, year. How about that? Oh, that's yeah. great. That really is good. We're well. I'm glad you're back in Texas, buddy. And I'm even more stoked that you're back doing it in a church that, dude, you you see that Lakeside does Beach Club. Wow, they do yeah. it right. And your children's yeah. pastor, she's off the hook. Yeah, his Donna's fantastic. Yeah, there isn't anybody like her. She's something. Hey, um, so the reason I'm really stoked uh, is not only do you do Beach Club, so that means you understand Beach Club, why we're doing it, so that we can see boys and girls come to Christ. Yep. But we also want to see those families and children be enmeshed back into the local church, right? So right. I really am I really am thrilled because the church you stepped into, uh, Dr. Mark Moore, I mean, bro, they do it well. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to hear and for our those who are going to be tuning in to hear how Lakeside Canton brings these children and their families, moms and dads, and brings them into the world of, of Jesus through Lakeside. How do y'all do well, that? Yeah, well, it, it's really pretty simple. Um, they do a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, they, they love kids. I mean, to start with, that's what I, I watch the most as I've come into this club and been blown away at the number of students we have at our beach club. I can't remember what our numbers were. It seemed like we were in the mid thirties to low forties back in Bedford. And we thought that was a great number. We loved having those kids there. It was awesome. Uh, here we were kind of planning for about 45 to 50 to start the year. At and Canton, Canton Intermediate. Canton, Canton Intermediate. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And I think we hit about a hundred and uh, I mean, it, it was just mind boggling. Uh, that's a, that's a quarter of the school or a fifth of the school. I mean, it's, it's a huge group. And, uh, but it's, it's made up, you know, Miss Donna, like you, you mentioned already, our children's minister, she has done a phenomenal job raising up leaders to come in and, mm. and be the, the group leaders and volunteers to run our sound, to, to lead music, to, to do those things. But there are people that want to be there. They love reaching kids for Christ. And I think that for one thing, probably is the, probably the most critical, but it's the unmeasurable of how do you connect kids and families to Christ in the church and begin to disciple them? And uh, yeah, first you got to connect them to the people that are in the pews that have to come to the school and you connect right. them there. Yeah. And you right. guys do that well. 
you got to know that that they're loved, right? And and mm-hmm. if they don't feel that love and that that you really care about them, you're just putting on a program for them, and anybody can do that. Yeah. And uh, so they sense that. I think they know that. But then one of the real practical tools you guys probably heard of text in church. Uh, it's a, just a program that you can you can connect and create your groups and then send text messages out. So we take that group, the registration information, and we we invite them to be part of the church. Uh, I know, again, not rocket science, we invite them. And uh, so, for instance, we're doing a, a children's choir, doing a couple of songs at our Christmas Eve service coming up this Christmas. And uh, and so we just invited the Beach Club kids, the families to say. No, you didn't. Hey, did. wait, we invited them to come time out. Singing that choir. Time out. I didn't, get, I didn't get asked if we can invite kids, Beach Club people to come and be a part of a children's choir. Somebody well, didn't run that up the flagpole. Hey, buddy. I, I heard that we should ask uh, forgiveness later than permission <laughs> first. Or something like that. Dude, that is so awesome. That is incredible, brother. That is great. Yeah. Of course. And, and of course, you know, invite him to Awana and, yeah. and some of the programs we have going at the church. We'll do that as well, have done that as well. And we have some kids that cross over from Beach Club to Awana that are not yet church members, but they're mm-hmm. beginning to get incorporated where our volunteers sometimes cross over from Beach Club to Awana and they'll connect with families that drop off and pick up. And and so it's just, again, seeing people that love people yeah. and they see that love for God coming out and the love for people. Yeah. So as a, now that you are, you've uh, jumped ranks and you've jumped out of the boat and you're now like, you know, the guy, the, the pastor at your church. Whereas, you know, back in the day we were children's ministers and Mm. things like that. Um, What is something that father has really continued to pound on your heart? As you see all these families there at Canton intermediate, what is something that you see father just pounding on your heart that he's saying, Justin, you got to do this. Uh, Man, I it reached the kids. Um, I, I'm watching uh, within the church. I'm watching in our communities, our nation, families ripped apart. And uh, and man, I, I just see a love that God has for people that He has for children. And and if we don't get out there and show them that there's there's a better way, there's hope, and there is love that is un unbreakable. In Jesus Christ, uh, it's just the content. It really is the same thing. It's pounded on my heart since I was a children's minister. Since I was a kid, I mean, it's it's been that same same message. But I see it more and more. I see it ramping up. I see divorce happening so much. Uh, kids don't know what normal is anymore. Right. And you know, they think divorce is normal. They think the blended family is normal. And and we certainly love those that are coming. Absolutely. From those situations. We care about them very much. Amen. But man, it does some damage. It does some real damage to them, and and uh, we want to we want to present them with the love of Christ because that's the ultimate healing. So I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing that you are feeling a sense of urgency. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's ramping up. It's going faster than we we can fix it. Uh, but man, I I want to just be faithful in the in the responsibility, the area that God has has entrusted me to lead in and, and care for. So we want to so, be faithful. So then breaking it down, how, how are you um, leading your church if there's a sense of urgency, and I, I can hear that in your heart, then how are you leading your church to, to be different? Because I'm telling you, man, Canton, Lakeside Canton is, is, a, it is an amazing church. It it's is. had great <laughs> leadership. You guys have done it well over the years. And so what are, what are you doing now to, 
to kind of lead your church in ramping it up? You know, again, I, I wish I had some fancy answer that was real rocket science or something, but I'm a really simple guy. And I think it boils down to being faithful to the word of God. And so my, my heart and my preaching is to be very real. And this is what the Bible teaches. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, make it as practical as possible, but as faithful theologically as possible, because I believe the scripture changes lives. I believe God changes lives through his word. And we got to believe it and trust it. And I think here in Canton, again, Lakeside is a wonderful church. It but is. here in Canton, there's kind of a vestige of the old 1950s Christianity that still kind of hangs on. And I think a lot of people kind of sense that they're okay because they're part of this culture here. And, and so they, they'll take the term Christian. They might even call themselves Christian, but they have no idea what that actually means. They're not actually walking with Jesus Christ. So you actually have to help them realize that they're lost mm-hmm. before they can come to know Christ and really be discipled. And, and so that's been the ongoing simple thing. Let's, let's get in the word. Let's know the word. Let's obey the word. It's really simple. Mm, that is great. Hey, so in back at your club and you're talking about the lost community and people that feel they are, but they really aren't. Um, what do you feel or sense from your club that by the way is quite large? I think you said it's over a hundred so what would you say out of that hundred network of, of students that are there that know Christ? Mm. Since I haven't had a chance to individually talk with every student, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I might say 25 to 30%. That know the Lord. That know the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's smaller than there's a, there's a pretty, I'd say 25 to 30% definitely do not. And then I'd say the other 40 to 50%. And I'm not sure my numbers add up, but well, I think from half what is I've, probably in the middle. Yeah, so from what I've sensed over the years, that's that's pretty close to what we see nationally in the world of Kids Beach Club. Even though you've not you know, done your numbers, that's pretty right. close. And see the, the complication that I have, because you know, what the people can't see is you know, I've got like this white hair now. And um, that just simply comes from a lot of years of doing it. Mm-hmm. And that is simply in the days when I started Beach Club back when I was still on staff at a church, those numbers were in the neighborhood of like 42% mm-hmm. were the ones that didn't go to church. 60% right. went to church. Right. And now here we are some 18 years later, You're even though you haven't done the numbers, Justin, that's our numbers. It's just right. the opposite. It's now where, you know, 50, 40, 50%. Um, don't have a church home 50, you know, so there's by and large more that don't have a church home or any knowledge of, uh, of who Christ is. Right. And And uh, this is Canton, Texas. This is East Texas that is church to the hilt. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I just moved here from Washington state where it is not as churched to the hilt. Mm -hmm. And I, I see just as much lostness here. It's just different. Yeah. So needed. Yeah. I think you said it well when, when um, you were talking about the people in your community that, that look it and smell it and feel it, but may not be it because, you know, they've just gotten so used to it. And so, yeah, so we need to kind of shake it up. Hey, I also saw some pictures, and I know this doesn't do it, come across on, um, on, on podcasts, but, dude, y'all's great treasure day was huge. 
How many Bibles? Yeah. How many Bibles do you recall? How many y'all Bibles y'all handed out at Great Treasure uh, Day just last month? I, I do not remember the exact number. I think we were between sixty and seventy at ballpark. Wow. Bibles that were handed out of those that didn't have one from last year. So we have a lot of new kids from this yeah. just this year in our club. Well, Dave Chrome is shaking his head like because he was he's producing this today as our our podcast, but but he was there and so he was shaking his head. He's going, yeah, that's right. So it 70- took a, it took a while to get through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was awesome. That is awesome. And the reason I bring that up is is Justin. I think one of the things that we can do with intentionality not only invite our people to come out of the pew and come into a, the world of beach club in a school. That's one yeah. invitation. But then that invitation that you were talking about inviting these families to come to your church. One of the things that we've learned or are learning is that as these children get their Bibles, they're a little more receptive in coming to what they view as a church that's, you know, they, they don't really have a concept, but they know that if they've got that Bible in their hand, they, they feel like they're far more, you know, a part of the crowd than, than before. So great treasure days are becoming very, very uh, huge. And, and I just wanted to say to you, brother, and to your church, you know, great job on doing that, that huge great treasure day that y'all had when y'all passed out. 60, 70 Bibles. Yeah, that was our privilege. And I certainly got to be the beneficiary of just getting to participate in that. I mean, Miss Donna, this this church volunteership, they've built from those years coming up to this year even. And uh, the, you know, the school inviting us to be there, uh, even with COVID concerns and stuff, it's just been phenomenal. Yeah, God is at work. So He is. All right, we've only got a, a few more minutes left, um, but I do want... Uh, to hear from you, what are some things that your church has done to, uh, you, you brought up COVID and we are still having to deal with COVID. I would love for it to be completely in our rear view mirror, but it's, you know, sadly not. So what are some things that y'all are doing to proactively get your church? Cause you're, you're doing a beach club, you're already out. So then what yeah. are you doing? So what are you doing as a church to help the community? I mean, get through the whole thing of COVID. Uh, I think the simple answer to that is that we're really trying to promote faith over fear. And, uh, you know, we encourage safety is not the highest priority, uh, but faith is our higher priority. I think you need to say that all over again, brother, because that is so good. We have got <laughs> right. to promote the whole faith and that we can't, we can't rest in what we feel or sense that is safe. It has right. to be faith. Well, we went through all that whole question when COVID first hit on who is essential. And uh, most states, most most places you found that people declared the church is not essential. And and yet we watch people die alone in hospitals and Mm. nursing homes. And and so I, I I would argue strongly the other way that church is essential. We need that connection. We need that connection to God. I mean, especially if we're going to die, we got to we got to be prepared to meet him. And ultimately trust that our our death is in the Lord's hands. And so uh, we're not going to be afraid of COVID. I think we can be wise and do our best to be healthy and, and safe. We can do that, but that's not going to stop us from getting out there and doing what we need to do. Yeah. Amen to that. I, I, um, I've seen too much of, of the damage uh, upon the, the kiddos as we've yeah. gone back. My wife and I have gone back into clubs um, this year. It's just really different. Um, 
you know, back yeah. in the day, you know, Justin, it wasn't that long ago where a child would come up to you and they'd run and they'd hug you and, you know, they oh, just yeah. like wouldn't ever let go. Today, I, I don't, man, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've been hugged. <laughs> I'm just kind of quickly going through my brain, but I don't think I've been hugged at a beach club from a kiddo because mm. they've already been programmed. And I use that word like that, but they've been taught, they've been programmed that, uh, you need to keep your social distance. And right. so it's, it's just, it's just different. So it is important that we, that we, that we act normal and that we continue to be normal that that we show Christ in our life as normal as we can. And because we've yeah. got a lot of, um, reclaiming to do. And I mean that like reclaiming, helping kids reclaim who they are in Christ and how they can be safe you know, in school yeah. and be safe with other, other students as well. And so yeah. I think it's imperative. I really, really do. I guess the last thing on my heart is, um, it, it, you know, I've read some books and I've heard something somewhere that it all rises and falls on leadership. Mm -hmm. So if, if you as a leader, and I know that you're new there at, at, at Canton, but, but Justin, Brother, you've been around the block, and so you know what I'm saying. Leaders, so what is a leadership position that you are taking as the new person in a new community? What's a leadership position that you are proactively taking to, to say, you know what, I'm going to take a stand here? Hmm. I think really one of the first things, and it's been, again, since I was in children's ministry, really helping parents understand they are the primary spiritual influencer of their kids. Deuteronomy uh, chapter be. six. Yeah. They should be also, but they need to understand that they are. And I think that's why we see such a, a dramatic rise in, in people hitting college, particularly in, in years after falling away from the church, from faith, even uh, some will say not faith, but away from the church for a while, uh, maybe permanently. And it's because Parents were the primary spiritual influencers, and they were only serious about faith on Sunday, maybe Wednesday night. And then they watch their parents go home and, and live like the rest of the world the rest of the week, and so they don't see a difference. And uh, so I, to me, that's one of those leadership positions that I, particularly those within our church, we continue to need to teach. You're the primary spiritual influencer. So kind of back to that conversation about the Word of God as our foundation, you need to be doing that at home live for the Lord, be faithful in reading the scriptures, teaching it to your children, modeling it, talking about it when you're driving down the road, when you're walking, when you're hanging out, um, use a, a movie thing you see as an illustration to talk about faith. Just keep it on your tongue, keep it in the forefront, make it your life, make it real. Mm. So um, as a leader there at Canton, then not only at church, what are some other areas where you are looking to lead uh, there and in, in the big city of Canton, Texas. <laughs> well, there's a few areas we're trying to, trying to improve and, and just look differently. We want to reach out to our community. Uh, we, one of the things we did was just get into uh, the Canton Autumn Festival. We had a few booths out there. We did some face painting and some games and some pictures, photos, just to make some connection with our community, uh, which is also kind of cool when you consider our small town kids that were at Beach Club recognized us came running over to say, hey, play our game, get their face painted. And it allowed us to meet some parents 
from Beach Club, and uh, but others in the community as well. Uh, we're going to be involved in the Christmas parade coming up here in a couple weeks, or actually a week from Saturday, and uh, just trying to get our people. Um, one thing is I'm going to invite them to do this Sunday is to take one business card of our church that has our service time through a QR code, our website, just invite them to church. Just I'm going to ask everyone that goes to the parade to introduce themselves to one family they don't know and invite them to church. And just, just beginning the gospel. I mean, the great commission is for all believers. And, and so sometimes we just need a little nudge to get out of our comfort zone to realize this is something I can do too. And if it's as small as introducing yourself to somebody and can I invite you to our church? Can I invite you to our Christmas Eve service? Boom, simple, done. You haven't really evangelized yet, but you've taken a step out of your comfort zone. So I just want to keep moving our church into being ready to share the gospel. But if that's in a, some, a smaller way, like inviting them to church or introducing yourself at the parade, it's a good start. Yeah, that's just being intentional. Intentional. Think, yeah. Yes. And I think that's so, 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 so important, being intentional. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm again, you know, uh, thrilled that, uh, that you are back in the area. And uh, so I'll be leaning on you, you know, as we get uh, going down the road, brother, now that I know that you're just around the corner. Um, what's the, <laughs> I, I realize you've got Christmas in your in your window ahead of you, and and then the new year. Um, uh, what's a what is a unique story that you've come across recently or at club that happened that you would say, you know what, Jack, I'd really like the folks to hear this. Mm. I wish I, I wish you asked me that sooner so I'd one prepared. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Man, I, I don't want a dead dead time here. I, I don't I don't know if I can think of one that's uh, that's real. I just man, time and time again we've had we just had kids that we actually they'll come up and give us a hug at Beach Club. Um, that I you know we we send them home and and uh, some of them talking about reading their their Beach Club Bibles are excited about reaching reading their Beach Club Bibles. The just some neat little things. I, I don't know if there's anything particularly earth shattering. So some, some of the folks uh, coming to your church or anything that's happened that I need to tell you about this. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just, just the fact that we've had those connections that they we've had several coming from beach club to our choir program. We're, we're kind of, for me, we're in that stage of we're, we're laying the groundwork. Yeah. I'm looking forward to those stories. Um, uh, the fact that they're coming and we're seeing that I'm, I'm, I'm excited about, um, talking to a little boy at Awana a few weeks ago and trying to help him understand why it would be helpful to read and understand a scripture verse <laughs> and memorize it. Uh, it's not just to get an Awana buck or not just to get an award, but man, so God's word begins to help you understand who God is. Um, had some great little conversations like that, uh, but we're we're looking for those those moments, those God moments, Amen. and uh, again, we can see them working. And now we're we're just wanting to see some of those those cool stories. Yeah, yeah, I hear I you. I hear it. We just Frank and I just got off the phone, uh, another Zoom call with a gentleman that, um, gosh, you know, from our side of it over here, Justin, God's doing some amazing things, not just not just in the 63 beach clubs that praise God we're able to be in. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, through the KBC TV, the Lord's just doing some amazing, amazing things. So we just got off the phone with a gentleman who is, um, originally from outside America cause he has a different accent. 
<laughs> and he's there in, in Orlando. And um, we're looking at doing something unique for our next large, you know, benefit dinner. I mean, we're, we're right yeah. now in, in trying to, the year end, generate revenue for our year end. But, but I, I told this gentleman, I said, we're not wanting to do a regular event and I want us to be intentional. And so, and so he just started kind of leaning forward. And then he shared with Frank and I that, that his mission that the Lord has put upon his heart. And he's a former big time, huge, uh, 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 artist, singer, songwriter. And he goes, but I, I want to help students understand that there's more to it than, than, uh, what they're seeing and sensing. And, he has a ministry where he's helping kids get out of being in, you know, in sex trafficking and those kind of things. It's just, and so he's developed a, a, some videos and some things. And um, just having a conversation with him, it, it reminded me, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying about your community is somewhat sheltered and how Canton is in East Texas. And but the changing, world, I know, brother, but the reality is the world is getting so, so deviant. And, and so he was saying that, you know, where the age of some of these people that were being thrown into these mm, terrible ways yeah. uh, were so much older. Now they're so much younger. And, and he mm. said the, the folks are simply oblivious to it. They just yes. have no idea. And so I, I'm sensing that regardless whether it's in East Texas or wherever it is, that Justin people are just there. One, we're, we're totally, you know, COVID out. And so, but the, the, but the sense of ministry still has got to go forth because of the Great Commission. But yet some of us and some of our church members, some of us are just simply, we're, we're just, you know, we're, we're blinded. We're zoned out. And, um, and so he was simply saying that we have got to do something that would be a beacon or a call that would allow people or encourage people or impress upon people or empower people to, to understand that the great commission still exists. And, uh, and so I, I'm excited. I really am excited, Justin, about what God is doing in the world of where we're going with kids beach club and kids beach club TV. Um, and I'm excited about, you know, people like you who are back in the area that, uh, that have a strong, strong ministry background, but that understand students and kids and, uh, and the importance that we can't let the culture win, right? You know, the culture of out there wants to drive the narrative and the driving of that narrative is, is totally insane where we have, people in cars going through parades, you know, mulling people over. I mean, so the, the reality of how far we've gone away from the Lord, we're seeing it. And so, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm encouraged and I'm, you know, can't wait to see what God's going to do about the being us being intentional. I love what you're doing, but we need to be even more intentional uh, with the message of hope that Christ brings. And, and he's the only one that has hope. He's the only one that where we can lean in and find hope. He's the only right. one who has joy, J-O-Y. You know, it's in him. 
So, I, I, you know, as harsh as what I was hearing from this gentleman about where people are, we've got, we've got, it's, we can go to the far, we can go as far the other way with the love of Christ and influence and show them that. And so I, you know, it's a, it is an exciting time, but it's also a time where those that know what to do uh, need to kind of step up and, and recognize the times and, uh, you know, those men of Issachar, you know, David's men of Issachar that they saw what needed to be done. And then they went out and they did it. You're right, brother. They went out and did it. And so we need more and more of our church members to be encouraged to get up off the pew, to come on out and to be involved and go do it. And so again, I applaud you. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I applaud you and your church for all the things that y'all do. So, um, I've tried to lead you into a, some kind of a story, but you just haven't been there long enough, brother. Um, so tell us one beach club story that comes to my mind. And I've got a bunch of those, but one beach club story, it doesn't have to be at Canton, but what is one that just really, you know, if, if you said, you know, if I was ever going to tell Jack something, I'd want to tell him <laughs> this one story. Well, the first one that pops in my head um, was from the, the Spring Garden Elementary in Bedford um, that I remember telling, I was, I think the lesson was David and Goliath, you know, to me as a Christian kid growing up with Christian folks, that was, that was the most common story that I figured everybody knew. And I remember asking the students that I had like, Hey, who, who all here has heard the story of David and Goliath before raise your hand. I think I had five kids raise their hand out of the 35, 40 kids there. And I was blown away. Like I'm getting to tell this story that is an amazing account of God's glory, God's power through this young man's faithfulness. And they haven't heard it before. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, just being able to do that is awesome. And, uh, you know, I I just can't, sometimes we belittle or we think less of a kid's salvation because they haven't turned into the life of drugs and alcohol, these horrible, you know, situations. And then, so their, their testimony isn't as dramatic. But the reality is every single confession of faith is a miracle of God. Amen. And uh, so thinking of a story, I know just a few weeks ago, we had two young ladies that, that counseled with Miss Donna that gave their life to Christ in, a, in a, the council time right after the story. And man, God is doing miraculous things. And to see two young ladies who did not know the Lord at Canton Element or Canton Intermediate School in Canton, Texas, uh, what a what a remarkable thing! And so and I'm seeing the same thing here. These these familiar stories that are in our our curriculum at Kids Beach Club are not well known to the students. So we we talked about culture. Culture has changed a lot, and even in a Christian like culture here in East Texas, it's not so Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really appreciate the question we started with: is how do we connect these families to church? Because if we leave them as as these newborn baby Christians. And that's all they get. I mean, that's that leaves them in a really terrible place. And and two, we haven't done anything to affect the culture. And that's why we've got to connect them to church and help them be part of this discipleship where they grow up in Christ and they begin to lead families of their own 10, 15, 20 years down the road that changes culture over the long term. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, man, I uh, had a gentleman come through a couple of days ago. Uh, and, and here we are, you know, a year in and, and people are coming by and dropping off a gift here and there. And he was a, a dad, um, still is a dad, but his girls were much younger back in the day, back when my hair wasn't quite so white. 
uh, and his uh, two little girls, I got to lead them to the Lord and then had mm-hmm. the beautiful opportunity to baptize them. And, mm-hmm. um, and so here he is some 18 years later dropping off a, a love gift here at KBC. And, I mean, he, he doesn't do Beach Club. He doesn't mm-hmm. do his family. His two girls are now, you know, they're off and out and gone, and one's working on her master's. And, but the point is, I made a relationship and I connected with intentionality, and I wanted to see his kids come to Christ a number of years ago. And so, mm-hmm. Justin, I just want to encourage you, brother, as you start your ministry there at Lakeside Canton, which is, I've already told you once, it really is a phenomenal church. But mm-hmm. as you start there and as you start developing these relationships, man, count them one by one. And mm. recognize that they are encounters that the Lord has put together. And, uh, and then allow those relationships that you develop at Lakeside, let them be relationships that are those that will endure into eternity. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Amen. Yeah. And so that's where you have a guy 18 years later comes by and says, dropped you off a cup of coffee simply because you were involved in his in the life of his family. And mm-hmm. so, brother, as you do your ministry, if we can be a part in any way, it would be tremendously an honor uh, you know, to come and be a part in any way. We absolutely love your church. And Miss Donna Drake is, you know, she's crazy, you know. <laughs> She did you is. see her hair? In yeah, I did. Yeah. I saw them, and, and y'all let her, she let them take pictures of her hair, did. you know, yeah. on Great Treasure Day in, in the, oh, gosh. And I know that people are trying to go, what in the world is that? I'd say go to Facebook and go to Lakeside Canton and look up you their Facebook site. I bet you Donna's pictures are there on your on your Facebook page. I think so. Oh, yeah. my gosh. She's crazy. But anyway, Donna, if you're listening, I love you. Um, Jason, it goes without saying, brother, I love you, and I'm honored. Uh, for you to be able to come on and on our podcast. And, um, man, if you'll let me, I would love to pray over you, and I'll pray us out. And uh, But, again, dude, from my heart to you, if I can do anything for you, brother, I'm there. Precious Father, I thank you for who you are and what you're doing in the life of the ministry of church, um, Jesus, as he's drawing his children in unto himself there at uh, Lakeside Canton. God bless them. I pray that you would oversee uh, an amazing um, uh, opportunity that that um, Justin will be able to have there. And Lord, what an amazing legacy uh, Dr. Mark Moore uh, poured into that church for so many years. And so, Father, bless uh, Dr. Moore uh, as he is now in retirement. Father, bless him. Bless Justin as he steps in. Father, bless the leadership there. Bless their beach club. I thank you for Donna Drake and for her willingness to serve in the capacity that she is there, not only as a children's minister, but, Father, at the beach club and at their school. So, God, we simply ask that you take what we do, all the loaves and the fishes that we bring, our talents, our time, And that, God, you would multiply them and that you would allow us to be able to see beyond what we can see with our physical eyes. Lord, allow us to see like Jesus wanted his disciples to see when the crowds were coming. Father, you give us those 
Jesus eyes and uh, allow us to see people the way you see them. We pray this prayer, and I pray over Justin and that you would use him in a mighty, mighty way. In the name of Jesus, your son, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. and amen. Amen. Well, brother, I love you, and um, it's really good seeing your face, man. And uh, Thanks, man. You take good to be care. back at Church with Beach Club. Love it. I know it. I know it. All right, brother. I'm out of here, man. I'm kicking it. Toodaloo, dude. Bye. All right. Later, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kids Beach Club Podcast. We want to do all we can to help you reach those most impressionable in our public schools. To learn more about Kids Beach Club, our school partnerships, and the after-school program, please visit kidsbeachclub.org.